Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pasco. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. If it's your first time here, buckle up. You're in for a bit of a, bit of a ride, um, hopefully an enjoyable ride, hopefully an informative ride, and hopefully, uh, uh, you know, you're going to feel entertained and that sort of thing. All right, today's... There's me on the piano. Today's sort of theme sort of picked itself. Um... Yeah, we're going to we're going to have a bit of a song shortly, and uh, I'll chat about that. Look at the old um, look at the song from the songwriting aspect and that. But I really enjoy sort of just looking at life as well. Um, generally speaking, I'm, I'm one of those artists. I'm a deep thinker, and don't worry, I can be very very silly at the drop of a hat. I'm pretty good at that. All right, today was a great day. I went down and painted again down in Mornington. Um, if you want to check it out, you can check it out on the blog. The link's on the show notes there. Um, it was a beautiful day. It was one of those days you couldn't quite see the horizon. Um, so the sky just sort of melded with the ocean. And sometimes if you sort of glanced up, it looked like the boats were sort of floating in the sky, maybe. Beautifully calm. Not many people at the beach. Um and uh, just just a few sort of older people swimming a bit, just a gentle swim midweek. And I was there painting and uh, talk about pretty much blissful, pretty hot too here in Melbourne. And so I sort of, by the time I got home, went out and had my togs on, went for a, a bit of a dip and cooled off. Today's sort of theme would be, I would say, would be gratitude. And uh, I had a day yesterday where I just woke up, um, I've, I've cut back on my teaching hours. I was doing three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, teaching piano. And while I enjoyed that, there was 36 private lessons in that time, and sort of 9.30 to 6, 9.30 to 6, and 9.30 to 4. Is They were big days, and Wednesday, yesterday, was the first day where I'm back out there yeah, going uh, to teaching this week, but Wednesday there was no teaching. And it was a blue sky day, and I woke up and went, oh yeah, woo, righty then. I can just sort of kick back and ended up doing a bit of a plan about what I'm up to, where I'm at to, what you do as an artist. You know, you keep a close eye on proceedings, the finances, and all that sort of fun stuff. But I couldn't help thinking just yeah, how lucky I was to be alive. It was one of those days we just feel absolutely on top of it. And uh, pleased to say that sort of continued on to today now uh, okay let's move on to today's song just wanted to know how many good space <laughs> and uh you know we're, we're fragile as human beings especially the artists you know well not especially the artists but we're known for our i don't know frailty or sensitivity you know you make yourself sort of vulnerable as an artist you you share stuff about yourself don't you you open your heart as it were. Now, a few episodes ago, well, quite a few, can't remember how many ago, but I related uh, well, an episode that happened um, to me when I finished playing the piano at a, a you know, restaurant, at a resort, where I was playing and singing away, la 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 la, thank you very much ladies and gentlemen, and good night. And this, this fellow, I noticed he was watching while I was dining, grey-haired fellow, sort of waved me over bought me a beer and just talked and we just had a great conversation it wasn't about the weather it might have started off that way the way I just did but it just cut to the chase and these twinkly eyes and look within I don't know five minutes talking he said he had this list of books that he had read that had really inspired him and uh, I went oh I'll 
And he said, leave it to me. I'll leave a list at Concierge. I check out tomorrow. I'll leave you the list of books with a little bit of a, you know, what, what I got out of each book. And he looked me fair and square in the eye and he said, you know, if you could, what, what would you wish for? And he just absolutely meant it, you know, in my life. Because I think you could see I was a young fellow sort of finding my way. And, yeah, I, I, I did original songs that night and covers. And he enjoyed it all. And he could tell I was driven and passionate and that. And you know what I was thinking? He never said it to me, but I thinking I was thinking. And I had a chat to Paul uh, Dredge, my uh, buddy, good buddy and songwriter today, quick one. And uh, he said about it too, you know, I, I'm pretty sure... That Charles, well, Charles was his name. Oh, Charles was thinking, buddy, it's not the destination, it's the journey. And I, I think he kind of said that in, in a way without saying it. And I think that was pretty clever. He just had the right words for the right time. So, you know, I think there's people coming to our lives for a reason. And I just felt incredibly lucky that night, especially went to the concierge the next day and, yeah, left a list of books, you know, about 20 books. All sorts of things, and uh, I ended up reading quite a few of them. And I've still got that list in my briefcase, actually. So I think I'll go back and check it out and uh, see what else is there waiting for me to read. Okay, here we go. So this song, I went off to the uh, hotel room that night, and I wrote these words. And the song, this time, is called I Wish. And here we are, without further ado, rolling. What would you think? 
So it wasn't there, just a restauranty sort of finish. I think that's why I'm going to put it on there. Um, I wish. There we go. It just sort of, gee, that took me right back there. And this is a sort of song that we're featuring, that I'm featuring in this series. It's um, started a while back because we're in our 40s now. I can't believe it's been that many. It's, it's. Um, I'm just really enjoying following my nose for this podcast series and uh yeah, I, I do hope you're enjoying it each week. I am. I'm, but a, a pleasure to put together. Um, I, I enjoyed listening to that. I hope you did too. Okay, so here we go. We're going to uh, get right into the lyrics. And I see. I wish it was written in Wairaki by me in May 1993. Gordon Bennett. It doesn't feel like that long ago. <laughs> what in 2020? I do the mass better. Oh, it hurts me. How about that? A while ago. As a youngster. Okay, here we go. Say there's a man who comes to visit you one day. So that was what I was talking about, right? Yeah, so this is very straightforward. He's tired, bit bright, and his hair's turning grey. And I could tell when I looked at him that night, Gee, I, th- I, th- I think you're tired, man. Wairaki Resort was about four hours' drive from Auckland or something in New Zealand, in the North Island of New Zealand near Taupo, just in case you're wondering. Beautiful place. Check it out. There's the Hooker Falls, H-U-K-A Falls, and uh, magnificent, and Lake Topo itself is just full of magnificent trout. It's one of my favorite places in the world. And anyway, um, I reckon that Charles might have driven down from Auckland that night. He was tired, but he was bright, hair turning gray. Right, so I set the scene there, right? Okay, out of the blue, and it was, he says to you, if there was one thing you could wish for, what would it be? Ah, Wow. And it really completely, I can tell you, I can remember that moment. I looked at him, and there was nothing sort of underlying, no innuendo, nothing going on. It was just purely a great sort of conversation, and he, it was just like he was playing cards. He just laid them all down and said, right, let's, let's put it all aside. Look, what, what, what would you think of? What would you say? And, and, and that's what I, when I said that in my lyrics, I was saying to you, the listener, what would you think of? And what would you say? What did I say? <laughs> I'll come to that. Okay, second verse, because I was writing this in my hotel room afterwards. And at that stage, I, I was uh, in an almost kind of relationship. So there was a lady that uh, came to mind pretty quickly about what would what I'd wish for. So she came to mind. And say there's a woman who decides to lean on your mind, sees your feet on the ground, senses your kind. Tell me what's true, she says to you. If there's one thing you could wish for, what would it be? Just what would you wish for? What would you find? And here we go. I'm answering with maybe a bit of a cliche. Maybe it's not really quite real yet. I uh, know what I'd wish for. More time to smell the flowers. Uh, I think that's right. It's just a bit of a cliche. But cliches are cliches for a reason. Yeah, Just stopping and enjoying nature. And talking to Paul today, uh, just confirmed for me, we are both musical of the same we're on the same page musically and in so many ways and we find that sort of peace out in nature yeah and uh, why do we take risks for the worry for ours i wonder where that line came from i know flowers rhymed with the uh, hours yeah so i just want to flow that one one more time i know what i'd wish for more time to smell the flowers why do we take risks for maybe that's like why, why what's the worry What's the worry? Just slow down, yeah? That's what I was starting to go with my pen. My pen was guiding me. And there's nothing like writing stuff down, yeah? Good for you. 
third verse. I say there's a dream that burns in our sleep. So I'm making up my mind and I'm making a statement here. It won't go away. In daytime it keeps following you round like a lost hound. If there's one dream you could wish for, what would it be? What would you think of? You'd have to dig deep. And here's what I did. I did dig deep. You know what I'd wish for? More time spent with friends. Yeah, that's all I'd wish for. That's what I'd wish for. That's all in the end. So there you go. I um, I enjoyed reading that just now. And it made me think that I, I think it would probably cut it as a poem, just, just something to read. And I think that when you do write the words first, because that's what this was, often you come up with um, the words could stand alone by themselves without music. Not always, but quite often. I, I think that when you write a song, here's a tip. When you write a song uh, with the piano or the guitar at the same time, you generally come up with words that um, are just sort of not nonsensical, but they don't necessarily necessarily sort of linked together in a logical kind of a way. They're just images that come and go, generally speaking. And I like that sort of thing as well. I like writing those sorts of songs. I've written a lot of those sorts of songs recently, I think, and then kind of developed them after the fact. I've developed the lyrics and worked on them and given them sort of more form, perhaps, so, so they do follow. So there's, you know, there's not just, like I've always said, I'm not going to tell you how to write a song, but I'm going to tell you how I write a song and how I write a song does change. It's evolved over the years and, and that's part of being an artist yeah it's good fun it is really good fun so you know if, if you're here dabbling in songwriting and you're thinking should I give it a good go in my my opinion is you should give it the best go that you've got and you shouldn't ever stop as long as you're enjoying it yeah I, I really think that's that's a good idea okay I'm at the piano now and I, I was thinking I, I really enjoyed those chords at the end and I'm just looking at them now these bits Captain, uh, by Captain, by Elton John on the Captain Fantastic album called We All Fall In Love Sometimes. And something about those chords made me think of it, and just the feel. And I wouldn't mind betting those three chords are in the on that song in, in a row, you know? So there you go. I haven't, it just occurred to me just now, I've never made that connection between this song and that song, but I think things bubble up subconsciously and that brings into mind, what, what's an original song? You know, I think a great song is something that might have been written 20 times in the past and handed down like a folk song and um, and sort of represented with the artist's voice. There you go. And I, I think... There might be something wrong. It's not my cup of tea to go and biggle, biggle, to go and biggle, burgle the first four chords of a great song that everybody knows and copy the production and get them in and then then sort of make a song around that. I just I don't think that's that's not very clever at all. But when something subconsciously comes to you and it sort of gets in there and becomes something else, 
then I think that's fine. There you go. And I was happy to, to say, hey, look, I think that feels like that song. And that song, We Will Fall In Love Sometimes, is just beautiful. It really is. It's got some haunting guitar from David Johnstone. And I, I think there's a bit of my Paul Dredge could do a pretty good job on the guitar on this one. Hey, what about Digger? I think, I think we could do that. So straight away, when I play these songs on piano and uh, uh, voice, I, I do hear the full arrangement. I, I hear the full orchestration and the band. I'd love to have a band playing that. All right, so unusually there, uh, when I went into the verse, this, it was all flowing along this bit now. See, there's a man who comes to visit you one day. I wouldn't mind betting that's changed key completely knowing me and i think it worked i didn't mind that so i didn't mind that i really enjoyed that and uh he's tired but bright and here's turning gray a little nod to what was and then out of the blue whoops, he says to you oh that was a little build wasn't it? i mucked it at that out of the blue out of the blue he says to you and there if there was one thing you could wish for so the first time when I said, say there's a man who comes to you, well, this is, it's just different chords and just playing with chords and the melody. It's what are chords? They're the colors that go underneath, underneath the melody and they fit there really, really well. Um, it's not rocket science, you know, circle of fifths, check it up online. And that gives you some options like this. And in any order, those chords will sound great I'm just randomly picking some so straight away you know just mucking around sort of come a and I can't tell you oh I can I'm gonna <laughs> how much fun that is it is just lovely to be able to play like that and it doesn't come overnight sure but you don't have to be real clever less is more and all that kind of stuff sure my hands just sort of go go and uh, actually if you want to see my hands playing the piano uh playing this piece um this one and i'll tell you what doesn't that sound a bit like I wish this song here. That song you just heard was the title track of my album Peace. And you can stream it right now if you like, wherever you stream, Apple, whatever. And on YouTube I did a video of video of me on this piano in my studio, um, playing it. It's just a close up of my hands. So I think that's fascinating that I just picked that out of thin air and there's a sameness to it. And yet different. So there you go. Okay. What about if you find yourself writing the same song over and over and over again as a songwriter? Uh, well, just be aware of it, I guess, and, and consciously do things to change it up. You know, maybe start writing with the drums or just write a melody first and then put the chords there or change your instrument or something like that. 
up until this moment right now, I don't think it's something I've ever had the <laughs> a problem with, but I just rattled off I Wish and uh, that, that other song I just played then, um, Peace. Wow, back to back. And uh, yeah, similar sort of feeling. And there's a sort of an honesty that comes through. And uh, yeah, there we go. So that, that is I Wish. Uh, oh yeah, that that uh, I kind of like that uh, when I went to the chorus, this... There's, there's a nice chord there, and what it is, is a sixth. So here we go, here's a quick lesson, here's a, a uh, scale. That was the F scale, la 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 la. The sixth, the sixth note is a D. And a chord of F is this one, without the D, but if you add that D in there, see if you get that note, see if you can hear it in the chord. This is the chord, yeah, with the bass note, and then that's the note. Here's the sixth. And the Beatles used it at the end of She Loves You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Anyway, that's what I used in the chorus here. This. Um, that, know what I'd wish for? More time to smell the flowers. Why do we take risks for? Then worry for hours. Etc. So, um, yeah, the song, I can say, in all honesty, it just really flowed quickly in terms of the music as it came together. Um, this, uh, in terms of a melody, interesting how, interesting to me, how it stays on the one note for a while. It doesn't go... I could have gone... See the, see, I can't do it with that. See, there's a man who comes to visit you one day. All over the place here, yeah, right? But this is just one note that... Say there's a man who comes to visit you one day And it just set me up And here we go again If you want to do a songwriting thing Or you want to paint a picture Just make a start Just just put that brush on the canvas I'm a painter as well, yeah As I say, I was painting today And you can see that in the blog And here I am tonight doing Well, okay, this brings me to the crux of what I was going to say today Like yesterday, I was doing that plan, right? I was making the plan about what I'm doing and I just sort of was thinking about where I'm at and, you know, with COVID and everything, there was a lot of time to think and I've got to this place now where I've, my last week's blog was a new chapter and absolutely, I just feel like I was about to jump into it because I was teaching, I was starting again and what do I want, what would I wish for? Well, yes, in, in that third verse, say there's a dream that burns in your, burns in your sleep won't go away in daytime. It keeps following you around like a lost hound. I've got one. No, hi, my name is Pete Pascoe, and <laughs> I've been a songwriter since well, nineteen eighty-seven, eighty-five, or somewhere around there. And I am absolutely passionate. Didn't use the word addicted. Passionate and committed to what I'm doing. And what I'm going to do, my new plan, my new chapter is this: I'm going to keep writing songs. Nothing's going to change and everything's changing because the big thing I have been working towards and I've really committed, I was a bit shaky on it late last week and thinking, no, I don't know, but recommitted to it and I put it all. I'm going to do a series of ebooks and video courses. There you go, big statement from Pete Pascoe and it is going to be on my website and they are going to be things like how to play the piano, how to arrange a song, how to write a song, um, 
how to draw cartoons because I draw cartoons and uh, you can see them on my YouTube channel. You know, want to draw along with me? How to do seascapes? I'm, I'm going to share the the how to, and that's kind of how this podcast came about. I, I thought, well, why don't I? Why don't I? I'd love to share more about songwriting. It's kind of hard to find things about it. Well, there's a great book that comes to mind. I was talking to Paul again tonight about Jimmy Webb, and he wrote a song called so- uh, He wrote a, a book called Songsmith, tongue in cheek, because Songsmith sounds like your ironsmith. You you whack something until it gets into shape. Well, you know, a songsmith, bit of a misnomer, because if you generally whack some a song over and over to gets into shape, yeah, it's not often it's going to turn out real good. It's, I think it's got to happen naturally. Yeah, you can work on them for a long period of time. But anyway, uh, if you want to check out that great book, Songsmith by Jimmy Webb, it is brilliant. And in fact, that that's kind of what inspired me to think that maybe I could do this piano vocal thing. I've always done it for a living, but I always thought I needed a band to present my songs. And when I went and saw Jimmy Webb way back uh, here in Melbourne, performing, singing and playing, uh, thanks Jimmy, it was just fantastic. And I can't quite remember the album name. So sorry, sir. It was like Sailors. So it was about, there was an oceanic sort of theme of the new album. And he leaned in the mic and advertised the album name partway through. And when he's introducing each song, yeah, it was really good. So um, now for me, I have just really, really reconfirmed that, look, that's where I'm heading uh, in between that, make ends meet as I go along. I'm carrying on. I'm geeking flat out, writing songs, and I've got a, another solo album coming out soon. Uh, the most recent one, The Roughest Cut, is streaming now. I'm going to check out The Roughest Cut with my band, The Patient Hum. The band, uh, it, I think it's rocking. I think it's cool and uh, nice and dynamic and that sort of thing. Okay, where are we going to take things now? Okay, I got an idea. I'm going to take you back to Wairaki Resort, where in the, near Taupo, New Zealand, all those years ago. Now there was a nine-hole golf course just across the road, and it was brilliant because I got to go. And, we got to go there and play for free when Paul was playing there too with us. We'd go over there and bat a bit of batting, and uh, when Paul left me there, and I was doing the solo gig, I was always over there having a hit. And um, one particular day, I was playing with a GM son, uh, Carsten. How you doing, Carsten? And um, a little par three, and I just, as I swung the club back, it really felt like someone else took the club for a minute and swung through the ball. I went, oh, beep, should said something I shouldn't have really said, kind of. Ball went up near me, hang on, this ball's looking really good. Bounce, 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 in hole, hole in one. <laughs> about that? Well, club in the air, woohoo, jumping around, yee-haw. And the old guy, the greenkeeper on his tractor, he came along and he went, yeah, not a bad shot, Pete. Now, the next one's a par five. If you get that in two, then that's two perfect shots. Let's see how you go with that. <laughs> he gave me something, but not much. Well, I got up on that par five. He was still around. I belted the living daylights out of the ball, went straight down the middle. Really smashed it. And is that a good feeling? Oh, yes, it is. And I walked along, walked along, walked along. And then one more decent hit, and I would be on that green. And I gave this ball what a whack. It was looking really good. And it got up and the wind took it and it went away to the left. And just to the left was the BP station, which is uh, a gas station, petrol station, right? Cars, people, concrete, 
you get the picture. My golf ball is going 5,000 miles an hour there. And it goes a boring right between two cars, boring over that, boring onto the main highway, misses two trucks, boring back into Wairaki Resort. <laughs> a little bit lucky, I'd say. Yeah. So there you go, a bit of a golfing story. Uh, yeah, my brother and a few other people spew that actually got a, managed to get a hole in one because they're absolutely brilliant golfers in the world that have never had one so yeah i got lucky that day and uh, the bp brings to mind the bp diner song that paul dredge and i wrote and uh, you can find that on the bp where is it pete pasco and paul dredge on Bandcamp, yeah you can see that under pete pasco and co so just just google the bp diner song uh it's also on my youtube channel i've done a video for that and that that was written at a similar time, just before I wish. Okay, so that gave you an idea. That gave you a bit of an idea about where the song came from. Yeah, it was a peaceful time in my life, but it was a time where I was really deeply questioning everything. And you know what happened? I think that Charles picked up on that and he thought, I'm going to do this young man a favor. I'm just going to give him a bit of a nudge and put him on the back on the line, get down the street. And uh, Thanks so much, Charles. I think that's what you did for me. And so, I've, the song for Charles. I wish. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the end of another episode of Song and a Chat. If you've tuned in and you're happy and you've enjoyed it, fantastic. I have. It's been it's been great. Another another episode done, and I can't wait till next week's episode. Uh, if you've got some suggestions about how you'd like, where you'd like me to take this show. I'd love to hear from you. Please, yeah, get in touch. Info at PetePasco.com. Um, I'd love conversation along these sorts of lines. Uh, I like the idea of bringing people together, and I do like the idea of putting positive stuff out there online. And if my music's your cup of tea, well, there is a dozen albums on Bandcamp. It's on, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, you name it. And if you can't find it, just ask me. I'll, I'll send you there. All right. I hope you have a great week. And and if you if you got a wish, you know, you got you got a passion, something that won't go away. Are you nurturing it? Are you looking after yourself? I hope so. All right. Have a great week. Bye for now. This is Pete Pascal signing out. <laughs>